0: This is a Capricorn FM podcast.
1: This feature is proudly brought to you by the South African Insurance Association. Understanding your insurance policy.
0: We are looking at short-term insurance, policyholder rights and protection rules this evening. We'll be joined by Musidi Shumang and uh, it's our bi-weekly South African Insurance Association feature sponsored by them. The topic is policyholder protection rule. At the end of the conversation, we're giving away 250 rands worth of airtime vouchers. Two of them, that will be 500, to two listeners who would have answered Mercedes questions. There will be questions based on short-term insurance, policyholder rights and protection rules. That's our focus for this evening. So that happens towards the end. But throughout the conversation with Musidi, of course, we'll take your questions, your uh, comments or any inputs you may have generally on what we'll be talking about, and I uh, would like to hear from you so you can send a WhatsApp text or voice note on zero seven nine eight double nine six double two, six or call the studio on 087-288-9697 and Masidi will be able to engage with you on different matters. Masidi, good evening and welcome. Uh, Hi
1: Ngamla, Uh, good evening and good evening to Capricorn FM
0: listeners. Good evening, good evening. We're talking short-term insurance, policyholder holder rights and protection rules this evening. What are the policyholder holder protection rules?
1: Um... Basically, policyholder protection rules form part of um, the Short-Term Insurance Act. It's uh, rules that are there, which are designed by the Financial Service Conduct Authority and government to protect policyholders. So it's a list of rules that every insurance company needs to adhere to as a way of um, protecting your policyholders when they deal with the different insurance
0: companies. Mm-hmm. And, and um, so rule number one, talk about treating customers fairly, that is TCF. Tell us briefly about what TCF is. Yeah, the TCF is
1: actually, you know, I wish uh, policyholders could know about uh, this rule because it's being enforced um very strongly by the financial sector conduct authority which is the the authority that looks after how all financial services providers deal with with customers so one of the things that it talks about is when when any financial services provider whether it's an insurance company a representative or a broker uh they need to treat uh, customers fairly. They need to understand and have due skill in whatever that they are selling to you, so if they're selling you a vehicle insurance, they need to understand what is covered what is not covered, so that they could explain or should explain these things uh, to you as a policyholder correctly, and they have to take the necessary care that you know they have transferred the the knowledge to you most importantly. Um, talks about issues of uh, respect when they engage with you so they need to treat you with uh, dignity uh, respect uh, and give you all the respect they could and policyholders have got a recourse so if you feel maybe that uh, insurers are not treating you with respect and uh, or whatever we, we find people saying at the time of claim I felt that I wasn't treated respectfully. Obviously a policy holder has got a right to raise a complaint to say, I was not treated res- uh, respectfully and honorably. It goes further to talk about, um, representing the reason for their engagement. So when they talk to you or they come at a claim time to do an investigation, they need to tell you that we're here to do an investigation. Um, and they need to ensure that whatever procedures and, and policies that they have internally are providing all the customers the same fair treatment you know so it, it's quite a lot of uh a few rules that talks about treating customers fairly but the whole basis is you as a customer has got a recourse if you feel you are not treated fairly in any process mm,
0: okay okay so uh, what must insurers aim to achieve by implementing TCF policies and procedures?
1: Um, what the says is that one of the things is that the whole culture of an insurance, so they need to transform their culture uh, such that people feel that um, the whole issue of being treated fairly. It's within the culture of the organization. Uh, so people shouldn't feel when they engage with, um, this department, they feel treated well, when they engage with this other department, they treated badly. So they have to adopt TCF as a policy process in all their departments. So people should be treated fairly in every section of the department. Number two uh, is when they design a product, it needs to meet certain identified needs and, and to simplify it is such that, you know, where you buy a product that doesn't fulfill anything, it's like selling a retrenchment policy to somebody who's self-employed uh, that product doesn't address a need because that person will never be retrenched. Uh, he's self-employed or he's not working. So when you design something and you target those people, it should be such that those people at some point they can claim and that uh, policy document, that policy cover will uh, be able to respond. Uh, where policyholders receive advice, uh, that advice must be suitable, and it must take into consideration their their circumstances. So, if a, a broker or representative says, "I'm advising that you should take this cover and that cover and that cover," it should be based on your needs. And if you feel, as a policyholder, that you were giving incorrect advice, you do have a right to raise your complaint. Uh, with the FACE Ombudsman or the Financial Sector Conduct Authority.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, protection rules include product design. When developing a product, what must an insurer bear in mind?
1: It, it, it says, firstly, they have to assess the need. You know, we, we, we design, uh, insurers design products for vehicles because uh, vehicles are on the road; they need cover. So there is, they've done an assessment, there is a need for that product so if they're going to target a certain group of people and start selling certain products that um, they should have done a necessary assessment to say this uh, this target group really do need that type of um, insurance and every product must address a need so i should be able to say i've bought uh, pet insurance and I know that if my pet is in an accident um, or it's sick, that product will, will come into play. So product designs should be done such that a product is not just a product that people can never claim on it. Or, And they have to be also accountable and fair to all customers. Products cannot be slanted to favor certain uh people but should be open to all. Obviously, there's a product designed for a certain group or a target group, but uh, they cannot be discriminatory, but they can focus on target groups.
0: Mm, okay, and at home, of course, if you want to engage with us, ask a question or comment, you can call us on zero eight seven two double eight nine six nine seven zero eight seven two eight eight nine six nine seven, and Musidi will be able to clarify any questions you have or engage with you on any comments you may want to make. Also on WhatsApp on zero seven nine eight double nine six double two six. As we continue with this conversation tonight, we are looking at. Um, policy protection rules uh, and it's sponsored by the South African Insurance Association. So, Mesidi, what in the rules relates to credit life insurance?
1: Credit um, life insurance, and I want to explain it because it's a, life, it, it's a short-term policy that covers a certain aspects of life. It's normally the type of policy that you take when you've taken a loan. So, you've got a debt, you bought a house, uh, then you take insurance for that house. And maybe you say, in the event that uh, something happens to me, I should be able to claim from uh, this credit life insurance to pay in the event of disability or death, and also in the event of um, retrenchment. So when it comes to fairness, um, which is what the policyholder protection rules is pushing. People will take uh, insurances with, let's say, a bank, and then maybe the bank takes um, insurance for them. So the, you've taken a loan with Bank A, and then the bank says, okay, you can take insurance with us. When it comes to also credit life, because we have a right of choice, you are not compelled to take a credit life, because credit life, is links to the debt. As the debt reduces, so is the credit life reducing. And it's a policy that people say, some will say, I don't want it, I don't need it. I would rather take a normal, long-term policy. So you have a right to choose to say you can bring your own policy. You are not forced. um, The lender cannot say uh, you have to take their policy. That's uh, the most important thing. It's a very good policy, on We've seen during the COVID outbreak, a lot of people were changed yeah. uh, who had quite a lot of debt. But when they had credit life policy, it did pay out. But there are other products that you can get advice on which offer better benefits than um, the credit life. But it's your choice because credit life is designed only to protect the debt. But you can still take another life insurance if you decide so. So you are not forced to take it with the bank that you took the loan from, provided you can give them another policy that will meet their requirements.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, and and mm. perhaps briefly touch on the cooling off right as detailed in the rules.
1: Um, cooling off. Right, talks a lot to situations where, I'll make an example with uh, receiving a telephone call. Um, we're sending you insurance uh, for a vehicle and uh, this is what it does. It's got all these uh, bells and whistles. And then you, after you accept the policy telephonically, then they send you a, a policy document. So when you get home, you read the policy document and you might feel, actually, I don't need this insurance. Or actually maybe this insurance, when I read the documents, it's not as I understood it when they were explaining. So I I no longer want it or I want to cancel it. So within 14 days of receiving your your documents, you've got a right to cancel that policy. Where the insurance company had already debited your account. Let's say they phoned me uh, on the 29th of August, uh, selling me uh, pet insurance or home contact insurance. I decided to take it when the policy documents arrive on the fifth of the following month, I realize I don't want this policy. I've got 14 days to cancel it and they will be obliged to refund me my premiums without charging me any penalty provided I did not claim or get any benefit out of it. It's a period where policyholders are given time to say, think through the policy that you have taken, check if you do want it, read, is it what the policy policy that you've taken, does it meet your needs? So if within those 14 days you realize, I actually don't want this, uh, it doesn't meet my needs, or maybe I've taken two policies, then you can cancel it within those fourteen days, and they will be able to refund you all
0: the money that they have debited. Mm, mm, okay, right. And at home, of course, you can engage with us. Let's say uh, would like to be able to answer any questions and engage with any comments you may have, and uh, that's on zero eight seven two double eight nine six nine seven zero eight seven two double eight nine six nine seven zero seven nine eight double nine six double two six that's for WhatsApp and Telegram. We're talking about police holder protection rules. It's fourteen minutes after seven o'clock here on Progressive Talk. It is our bi weekly feature sponsored by the South African Insurance Association and Musidi is on hand to be able to engage with us on different matters that we may want to talk about as well and be able to answer our questions and and uh, city. So, uh, what is negative option selection of policy terms or condition referred to in the rules?
1: Okay. What the, the policyholder rules say, and uh, the whole basis is the issue of when you deal with a customer or a policyholder, you must treat them very fairly. So if you're dealing with a representative who is uh, maybe selling you a product or various products, So when they present the the products and there is an option, like you can choose between this one and that one. Um, the requirements from the insurer or its representative is to give you a recommendation on the best option. So they cannot, um, I mean, it's well known that most of the representatives are ending on commission or things like that. So they cannot choose... To say, I'll show you only what will end me the best commission or where I'm going to get more premiums. But when they recommend, as a policyholder, you need to be comfortable that they are recommending. Or what the rules are saying to the insurance companies, you are obliged to recommend what is best, not negative. So I can't give you what won't work for you, knowing that there was something that would have worked much better and these rules remember are designed for insurance companies that they need to follow them up so if there is a complaint and to find out that but there were two options why did you choose this one or recommend this one to the client instead of that one um, the client has got a case so when uh, insurance companies say they're treating policyholders fairly. They need to all the time recommend the, the most positive or the most beneficial uh, product to a client. Unless maybe that client is, pro you know, it's, that condition is as per legislation, which uh, they cannot uh, do anything about it. They have to then recommend that one because legislation requires that they recommend that one.
0: All right. Well, it's 17 minutes after seven o'clock. Progressive talk on Capricorn FM. We continue with this conversation, uh, uh, but but the other issue, perhaps Musidi. So, what are rules around premiums and and excesses? Um, when it comes to, I mean, premiums and and excesses. Obviously, premiums are
1: derived based on. Uh, The rate, when they've assessed the risk, then they place the rate on that risk. They say maybe you've had so many accidents or the possible exposure of whatever item that they are covering, therefore they put a rate. Now, when they they, they decide on, on, on all those rates, they should be in a position to explain why we're charging this rate. And not this rate. For example, if uh, I were to ask, um, maybe they are charging me, we, we're both driving BMWs and they're charging you a lesser premium than myself, if I have to question it, uh, they need to have a scientific answer to say or a proper answer to say, Musidi. Uh, uh, Your vehicle is not parked in in a garage. Ngamla's vehicle is is parked in a garage. So it's all based on risk. It's not how I feel about Ngamla and how I don't feel about it. So determination on on, on setting specific risks should include, um, should be determined in a realistic and fair manner so that they can explain why. Um, The same applies to the excesses. Uh, We get people complaining about a lot of uh, additional excesses that insurers put in, where they will tell you that if you have like a C1 license, they put an additional excess, or where you have a driver's license of two years, they they put in an, an additional excess. It's something they can explain because their data has shown that somebody who is driving, uh, who has got less than two years driving, they are prone to accidents. So in that way, they can impose an additional excess because statistics have shown them that uh, these are the people who are claiming a lot. So in in putting whatever excess they are imposing on people and the premiums they are imposing, it should be based on a data, it should be based on uh, merit, as to why they are charging those premiums and that ex- those excesses. So it shouldn't be, I feel like uh, these ones are charged so much. People still have the perception that maybe insurance companies are redlining certain areas. Um, that is protected uh, where they cannot do that. So they have to have reasons why they're saying in this area, I will charge this premium. I'll give an example. Joe insurers uh, insurance will charge a higher premium for vehicles yeah. purely because of the number of accidents as compared to Cape Town, not because they've redlined um yeah. as opposed to Cape Town
0: we're having a conversation with uh, Musidi, you can join this conversation on 87 We'll take your questions uh, and uh, you can WhatsApp on 079-899-6226. It's our biweekly weekly uh, conversation that we have with the South African Insurance Association today. We're looking at policy holder protection rules. So we're going through that. Um, uh, uh, Perhaps, Mucidi, which policy provision uh, are regarding as void, as as per the rules?
1: Um, What what the rules are saying, um, there's a few policy provisions that are saying if they do appear on your policy, they can never be enforced. So they're seen as null and void, and it applies across the board. For an example... If uh, an insurance uh, has got a clause in their policy to say, uh, in the event of a claim, you are obliged to take a, a or undergo a, a lie detector test or whatever similar test, that is not allowed and you are not obliged. So automatically, that clause will not apply. Uh, no policyholder is obliged to undergo a, a policyholder, uh, sorry, a, a lie detector test. Mm or even being induced to do so to say if you do this test we will pay your claim that immediately uh, puts um because what the protection says you are protected you cannot be forced to take a lie detector test nor can you be induced to to take a, a, a lie detector test in addition um you cannot Your plane cannot be repudiated purely because you refuse to do a lie detector test. So those conditions, policyholders are being protected against Mm. and uh, insurers cannot uh, enforce uh, those things. Secondly, in the event you have a dispute, um, you cannot have a contract that says uh, you must settle your disputes through arbitration only. Uh, policyholders still have a right to take their matters to court and follow the legal process. So if there is a clause in your policy that says that, which we believe none of the insurers have got that clause have they've removed it, but it it things that um the regulatory have put in to say these things no longer um apply you cannot insist so your right as a policy holder to seek whatever legal recourse still stand and you can do it um we've got something called a a, 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 a grace period where you know when your debit order was supposed to go on the first of september is today and you, you didn't have funds um you have 15 days to pay that premium. So within that 15 days, if you have an accident, uh, you are still covered that you are going to pay your premium. So you can't say, because I was still covered, I'm no longer paying the premium. You still have to pay the premium within the 15 days. So any claim. so if your debit order didn't go off today and you have an accident tomorrow, you are covered. Just make sure you pay the, the premium. So no policy condition can say, when you have a claim within the 15 days, they are not going to pay. So all these conditions uh, have been outlawed and they cannot be on any policy document or any policyholder cannot be subjected to these
0: things. We, we note that the rules also refer to a... a maybe before we get that, what does the rule state about waiving of rights?
1: But it's very important that because we do get queries, people say, I signed because they said this, uh, the rule says no insurer may request or induce any uh, policyholder to waive their rights. So if you have a right to complain or have a right to claim or have a right to do this, you, you we ask that policyholders should never waive their rights in any situation, whether it's through any uh, financial services provider. Um, most importantly... policyholders need to show that when they do sign a document because that's where things go wrong. Um, Your document is part of your legal and it binds you because you may have signed it. So completing and signing uh, and not fully completing or signing a blank document just prejudice you as as a policyholder and we ask that they shouldn't do those things because these are the things that causes problems
0: tomorrow. So we'll take calls also for the uh, competition for the airtime we're giving away two hundred and fifty rands worth of airtime vouchers. We're giving away two. So we're taking your calls on that uh, based on the conversation we've just had now on zero eight seven two double eight nine six nine seven. We're taking your calls for the airtime converse uh, competition as it were. But as we 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 take calls, Musidi, um they we know that the rules refer to a grace period. Please explain that. Yeah the
1: grace is, normally applies in terms of the premiums. If your premiums were due on a certain date, um, you've got 15 days to pay them. So if you were supposed to pay them, like, for example, today, most of the people's debit orders are going through or you were supposed to pay today and your debit order bounced. you've got uh, 15 days to pay this premium it's important to mention that only if a debit order has bounced because the short when you reverse your debit order you may be seen as automatically cancelling so When there were uh, um, funds in your bank account and you go and reverse that debit order, then that can become a problem because that automatically says you don't want the insurance. It's only if they went in there and they didn't find money into your account that you do have that grace period. But reversing a debit order may lead to cancellation of the policy. Um, So it's uh, important that uh, members of, the, the public know that they can still pay their money. Where the insurer said they will double debit you, please make sure that that period when they're going to double debit you, there are there is sufficient funds for both uh, premiums.
0: Okay, let's te- let's take Queen's call on on the competition. Good evening, Queen. Hello. Hi. Good evening. Good evening, Mr. D has 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 your question for the competition? Okay, Missy.
1: Been, uh, I'll make it very simple. Can you tell me any one of the uh, policyholder protection rules that I spoke about? Okay. Um, one, we have to check for the TFC rule, which is um, a rule that is used um, in order to check if ever the policy insurer uses the respect and dignity and a client has a recourse to ch- um, to complain about um, the service delivery or the the the, the plan and an insurer when making a service delivery they need to bear in mind that they should do an, an assessment ch- to check if their target grow and meet their services so they have to be accountable and fair okay so you're talking about treating customers fairly when they deal with you. And the product they are selling you must be based on the need of, of the people. Yeah, I think thank we can do the airtime. Okay,
0: thank you. Thank you, Queen. All right, uh, congratulations, Queen. My producer will take your details and uh, you'll get your air time. Thank you very much. Thank you. just appreciate that. Uh, let's see if we can get one more. As we we, we, we we wrap up here, let me see if we're able to get one more for the competition. We still have two hundred and fifty to to give away there. Um were we done with explaining the grace period before we took Queen, right? We, we had would cover that, no. Mm, uh, yeah. Um it's the I'm just seeing if we are having one more that uh, that doesn't seem to be one more coming through okay let's let, let's wrap up then w- w- uh, in conclusion what do you say mcd
1: um in conclusion i think uh to the policyholders uh, is that there are rules that are set there to protect them and they need to instead of uh, being frustrated they need to make sure that they understand these rules they can contact us and complain so they. Every insurer has got a framework where they have a recourse. They can complain if they feel they were not treated fairly or things were done, you know, uh, wrongly unto them. And they will be given proper explanation, or that matter will be resolved.
0: All right. Well, thank you. Appreciate your time as always, Ms. City.
1: Thank you very much, Ngamle. This feature was proudly brought to you by the South African Insurance Association. Understanding your insurance policy.